Hello everyone, welcome to Kill the Cast. My name is Jerry, and joining me as always is the ever-quotable Jay. I'm not a freak, and I'm not like you. You threaten mankind. I protect it. You are a freak on a leash. Speaking of someone who could be in a new battle band, we also have the Silent Hill biker himself, Kenneth. Oh, really? Is, is that all you got? I could be in a new metal band? Well, you're you're into metal, and you're very new. You know, you're fresh. You're uh, revived. You. Um... The bad part is I actually like new metal, so... Hey, I will uh, dig on some Mudvayne all day, get that LD50. Um, speaking of someone who's probably doing LSD right now, we have Scott Crawford. Ah, shit, where am I? What's going on? Exactly. And from the uh, ever, I don't know, some people say it's a country, Canada, <laughs> we, we have Heather. Gentlemen, it's so good to see you or hear you again. Happy yeah. to be here. We, we brought uh, Heather and Scott on because if you haven't noticed, they have a new podcast uh, called the Friday Nightmares Podcast. And it is under the Kill the Cast banner. It is the very first show that is on our, our, our banner that I'm not fucking on. Isn't that great? You get to listen to Kill the Cast and I'm not there. It's a wonderful Yay. thing. <laughs> um, and uh, obviously we've had both of them on the show before. We've had he Heather on quite a few times. Um, and uh, when when they told me they were going to do a podcast together, I immediately was like, I will host it for you. Bring it to kill the cast. I will have you on here because I love both of them. I think they're both very strong podcasters. So if you're not checking out that podcast, definitely check it out. Um, they just dropped this episode on slashers and it kind of goes through the history of slashers and their perspective on it, and it is uh, great. It is like having Gordon Ramsay make you uh, Burger King food, you know? Wow. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> I love it. That's like the, that's a nice compliment, Jerry. Thanks. That's that's my analogy. I love um, it. Impossible Perfect. Hey, Reese loves the Impossible Burger. She, she ate uh, one I know. Today. I watched her eat one. Yeah. I watched her eat one, so, you know, that was um, interesting. So yeah, so I had to bring them on. <clears throat> so definitely go check out their new show. It is it is fantastic. Um, so without further ado, we have to get into what we've been up to. So Jay, what have you been up to? Uh, working my fucking ass off because we can't keep employees in the fucking store. That's fair. Usually you it's because of the manager. Better. Yeah, you should pay them better. I like Big how minute. we just start blaming Jay. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely yeah. my fault. Maybe just give them dick, Jay. I don't know. Maybe that's all they need. Maybe, but a good I dick just, is all anybody needs. If you give it to them good enough, nobody will call HR. <laughs> that's, that's right. True. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I don't is. know if I can perform like that. Uh, Kenneth, what have you been up to? Oh man, I'm I'm I mean between Girl Scout cookies, working. Uh, going hiking in the mountains and trying to get stuff done around my house. I am busy as shit all the time. I never feel like I even get a chance to take a breath. That's that's fair. Uh, Scott, what about you? What have you been up to? Well, apparently I've become a podcasting whore. I've uh... <laughs> Yeah, you are. 
Yeah, so I got a bunch of guest spots lined up coming up in the next couple of weeks, and then I had uh, two different show or three different shows this week, and uh, it was on Fresh Cuts for Brahms, The Boy Two. Did it's not horror, okay? We did uh, Mad Foxes, which is just a fun exploitation film, right, Heather? Mm, yeah, best best night ever. <laughs> that didn't sound very convincing, Heather. It, it yeah, sounded like it when, wasn't the best night ever. <laughs> it, it sounded like when Kenneth made me watch uh, American Ninja Two. Oh my god! Uh, it was yeah, so good. Not on the show soon. So oh my good. God. And then I ended up doing uh, a guest spot on uh, Bay of the Bay of Blood with Will Cardinal and uh, Glenn, or BDG Reviews. Yeah, shout out to Bay of Blood. I like those guys. Will's Will's the homie, even if he is French Canadian. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Heather, what have you been up to? Well, personal life's been a little rough, but my podcast in life has been banging. So I went from like just being a fan to being like a real podcaster. So I've been on a bunch of shows too. I was recently on Exploding Heads, which was a very interesting experience. It was like working with you guys, actually. It was the same fucking experience, to be quite honest with you. It was a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, I've been watching a lot of 2020 movies because I feel like I need to brush up and know more about what's going on and trying to catch up. So I'm pretty proud of the fact that I've watched between 2020 movies and like movies that I just haven't seen before, almost 50 movies since the beginning of January, which is a lot for me. So that's kind of cool. Holy shit. I, I feel yeah, you. I've been, knocked them out. I've been watching a lot of movies. Unfortunately, not 2020 movies. Uh, I went and I, I got just on a, a 80s to early 90s slasher kick. And I like re-ran through the Night of the Demons trilogy. I watched the remake. I watched the Slumber Party Massacre trilogy. The Sorority House duology. Uh, cheer Camp. Cheerleading Camp or Cheer Camp. I can't remember which one it was called. Um and I watched uh, the Sleepaway Camp uh, two and three. I've just been kind of diving in and, and rewatching slashers, and I'd never seen the Slumber Party Massacres or Sorority House Massacres, so oh, nice. I'd watched those. I just kind of wanted something that was just uh, you know blood and tits, basically. Yeah. So that's good. Um, I went and saw the Invisible Man. Did you like it, Kenneth? It, uh, there were aspects of it that I really liked, and then there were other ones where I was like. Eh. Mm, was it better than Hollow Man? Or what was it, Hollow Man that came out back with Kevin Bacon? Is that the name of it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's better than Hollow Man. Okay. I, 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 and see, I can't really... Two totally different styles of movies. All right. That's cool. true, too. Yeah, I mean, because I really enjoyed Hollow Man. I thought Hollow Man was a great movie, and I like Kevin Bacon anyway. Um, but like I said, it's, it's hard to compare the two other than just the obvious. But trying to compare them... It's it, like I said, it's two totally different styles of movies. Nice, cool. But right. I'm trying to keep it spoiler free. Yeah, I got to keep it spoiler free. Yeah. Um, so also, a lot of you saw uh, Kenneth, uh, Jay, and I were at uh, Days of the Dead Atlanta. Yes. We had a, a fucking blast. We all got to hang out. We we hung out with Felissa Rose. Uh, that was good. Jay and I hung out with uh, Derek Mears. Um. We had a fucking blast at Days of the Dead. We did some live videos playing arcades and just bullshitting around. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, Jay and I interviewed Jason Voorhees. <laughs> well, oh, I that laughed. was hilarious. It was a great interview. 
So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we will probably get into more Days of the Dead stuff on another show just because this one, we got two movies and, and there's fucking five of us. So we're not going to get uh, clumped down with that. So with that being said. Everybody, everybody out there in the audience, by the way, everybody should push Jerry to get further into archery because he actually really likes it. I Go did, for it, Jerry. I, Go for it. I, I shot the Do bow that. and arrows. I shot the bow and arrow of a, uh, of a, of a very young girl's bow and arrow. Um, <laughs> because that's me. And I broke two arrows. So, fuck yeah. Who's out here <laughs> killing the game? Me. Not y'all. Um, it was, I mean, it was not, a lot of fun. Not to dismiss, dismiss Jay, because he had a really, really good time, too. But obviously, we all know out of the two of them, the one that has the most surprise to enjoy it would be Jerry. <laughs> you know, I'm nice. just unpredictable, you know? That's just mm-hmm. how I am. Never Modern know what day Robin get. Hood. Modern day podcasting Robin Hood. That's right. That's, Hell yes. That's the world. Um, <laughs> so we have uh, two movies today. One picked by Jay and one picked by Kenneth. Um, <laughs> we are actually going to start with Jay's pick, which is Guyver, Dark Hero. Oh, yeah. The sequel Hell yeah, to let's the get it out of the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, Guyver, Dark Hero is from 1994. It stars David Hayter, a.k.a. Solid Fucking Snake. Metal Gear. Oh, my exactly. God. It was him, wasn't it? Yes. That is that is Solid Snake from Metal Gear He's Solid. He's also the screenwriter for the first X Men movie, X Men movie. Wow. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, Steve Wang who uh, co-directed the uh, first Guyver movie with Screaming Mad George. Um, wow. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into this, uh, but Jay picked the movie. Yeah. So we're going to let Jay start. Yeah. Jay. Tell us why we watched uh, Guyver Dark Hero, what you thought about it, um, and all that good stuff. Let's let's hear the tea. Uh, I don't know. I thought it would make a decent a decent watch for a decent conversation at the very least, even if you both didn't like it. Um, what is this? I both? love fucking I love fucking Power Rangers uh, so much. And the first time I watched this, I was younger, so I do have a little bit of a nostalgia bias for it. Um, but I remember it being on sci-fi channel and I was just like, holy shit, this is like adult Power Rangers. And I just, I loved it. I love every second of it. I, I like the creature effects, uh, the creature designs. Uh, I like the, uh, the suit design. I like the fight choreography. Uh, it's definitely cheesy in it's dialogue and acting. Um, but I just, I, I always have fun when I watch it. And I was watching it one night, and you're like, you need to pick a movie. And I was like, oh, man, I know a movie. I'm going to pick this one that I'm currently watching. <laughs> That's how he makes his decision. That's Pretty amazing. <laughs> That's the process right there. Oh, Jerry said I had to pick a movie. Well, I'm watching this one. <laughs> well, so it has gore and it has monsters. So I thought it fit the show a little bit. He was just missing some tits. Oh, was it ever? <laughs> wow okay um so i also see am that a... heather's on board with my thought Fuck, it would have made it better okay okay <laughs> uh, before i let y'all get all negative nancy up in here like it's a shitty fucking nightmare on elm street movie uh <laughs> let me just say also Zinger. like jay i 
really like this movie. I know it has really? flaws. Yes, I love the Giver. I love the Giver too. Holy shit! <laughs> I love the manga. I love the anime. I have, um, yeah, I like the anime too. And uh, Giver Dark Hero actually is closer to the manga than the first movie is. There are scenes right out of it from it, and I yes. fucking love that. Um, I love the the creature suit designs. I love the fighting. It is just a fucking fun movie. With that being said, yes. It is bloated. It should not be two hours and seven minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree they, with that. Uh, a lot of the story doesn't go anywhere or they don't <laughs> really explain it very well. Um, yeah. The acting's not the greatest. This was a straight to DVD. Well, I guess straight to VHS. It was 94. Straight to VHS yeah. movie. Um, but I actually like this one, uh, monster and uh, fight scenes. I like it better than the first movie. Me too. I Holy think shit! The, <laughs> I think the first movie um, also has really shitty acting, but it doesn't have the gore to to kind of boost it up. Um, and and it's played more for like obviously this one has some laughable moments because the bad acting, but that one's played for laughs on purpose. It's like even... very hammy. Yeah. Um, it is a full-on ham sandwich. Um, so I, I, but it, it, at two hours and seven minutes long, they could have cut a lot of shit out. Oh yeah, um, like half of the, the half of the scene where he's fucking standing in the ship having a seizure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or where they just discovered the ship and they're all standing there fucking looking at it and it goes on for ten fucking minutes. Oh my Jesus Christ! How many times are y'all gonna look at each other and be like, "It's a fucking ship. It looks awesome." Yeah, but at least that music was. Uh... The good. same fucking music over and over and over again. It's yeah, like playing it one of those shitty fucking Nintendo games or, or one of the <laughs> shitty Atari games where the music is the same loop through the menu and through the game, and it dun, never stops. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay, okay, so a little Action 52 soundtrack, but uh, that's a deep cut for the nerds. Um, okay, so Kenneth, well, let's just go ahead and give it to you because I like the movie, but I, I can understand why people don't like it. You obviously have some issues here. So just let loose, Kenneth. Really, really let the people know how you feel about this. Oh, boy. It's, it sucked. Moving on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no I'm so, I'm so, like, I understand. I'm just surprised because you're the action guy. I thought I thought Jerry was going to dislike it, and I thought you would like it. I'll give you, I'll give you my real legit. The same thing I feel like what Jerry said is it was some of the scenes just carried on way too fucking long. I hated that the music was pretty much the same shit over and over and over again. I really I, I actually was a fan of Power Rangers when I was a kid. This I, a Power Rangers to me was better than this. Um, the 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 choreography for the fight scenes was actually good. I really did like that. I didn't like the fact that the guy constantly was sticking his finger out. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, like them and over exaggerated Nicholas Cage from <laughs> Ghost Rider. Oh my you know God. What I'm I mean, that's, I mean, the same thing every time when he was talking, I just, I, I just couldn't get down with it, man. I mean, it, it was very difficult for me to get into the movie and I didn't end up getting into it until I, you know, kind of skimmed over some of the fucking filler in the middle. And then went straight to the end of it. And then when I got to the end of it, I was just like, okay, I was into that that last fight, you know, before the uh, before the guy put it turned from his normal monster thing into the monster Giver combo, you know. Before that, that's when I actually really started getting into it. I like the fact of uh, the creature design on uh, Girl's Dad. 
when you had the 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 fucking uh, it it looked like a combination between tentacles and bug legs on his face. I thought that was kind of cool, but I mean, I mean, overall, it was just it, it's one of those movies, man, that it's like after today, I probably will never, ever watch this movie again. That's fair. But I mean, there were aspects that I will give credit to, but overall, no. <laughs> okay, that is uh, all. <laughs> uh, Scott, you've been quiet. Let's hear what you think about this movie. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, this was a rough watch for me. I started off like the, especially like was it like first fifteen minutes or so, like. I was like, okay, I am into this. This is great. Lots of cool action sequences. And then no action for like an hour. And I'm going, what the hell is going on? And then it finally picked up again, and they decided to do it in the daylight, which is where it reminded me of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And like Heather said earlier, I was waiting for them to show up. <laughs> no, you were waiting for Putty to show up. The putties. Yeah, yeah I was waiting for the putties <laughs> to show up. <laughs> but, yeah, this just the... Acting in general cool was... if we got a Megazord in this movie. Oh my god, that was... god, that would have been sick. Sold. But yeah, the acting in this was just all around rough. Like David Hayter, yeah, I could see why you do voice acting now. Wow. Um, but I will say I absolutely loved his dramatic turns, especially like one of the flashback sequences with his girlfriend, and she says something, so he turns around and leans on the tree. Oh my god, I lost it. <laughs> Like, I'm fucking Tourette's. Yeah, it was freaking like so over the top. I just couldn't believe it. But um, also, one thing I had to complain about, like, I asked Heather about this too, just to make sure it wasn't just me. But was it like the voice acting echoey? Because it sounded like everyone that. was like talking inside of a cave. They, well, they were in a cave they in were the movie. In a cave. Well, I mean, yeah, it was. <laughs> it. That's a good right. point. <laughs> I mean, even when they weren't, when they were outside, it still sounded echoey whenever they talked. It was really weird. Well, you know, some people think the world is nothing but a cave. Some of them think the world is a vampire. Who fucking knows? Some people. That is true. I just, uh, with with him talking about the overacting, it just made me think about that that scene where the where the guy, the the rednecky guy and the other guy are in the woods looking for a quote unquote werewolf, <laughs> and they hear the guy scream. And that whole sequence where she's where he's just like, I'll take care of the bear. You go get help. And all this, I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, man. This, this, this Are they doing this on purpose? I mean, is it supposed to be that extreme? I mean, you know, it was almost like watching Speed Racer. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a, like I was watching. I'm like, yeah, this is totally a live action anime. And like, I realized it was based off the manga, but that's exactly how it felt was like a live action anime from like like inuyasha or bleach or something like that yeah and i hate both of those (laughs) i do too why would you come on here and name shitty anime when there's so much good out there like the anime okay guyver the anime i'll watch guyver the anime i'll probably enjoy that a little more i'll be honest with you make sure you watch the newest one because that has better animation okay i like the old school Uh, animation i'll let you send it to me jay uh, I have it on Blu-ray. I don't know. That's a big file to download. Yeah, well, you know. I can redeem myself here. If I could have seen a live-action anime of Vampire Hunter D, hell yes. That would have been cool. 
I would like to see that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> uh, dope. Uh, Heather, what did you think of the movie? I'm sure you loved uh, it. Ten out of ten. I I'm gonna buy the special collection edition, and we actually watched the director's cut. I just looked it up now. There's like the director's cut is 123 minutes, and then there's a 96 minute movie. So I think I would have preferred the 96 minute movie. I actually thought it was fun being a kid from the 90s. I loved Power Rangers as well too, and I really wish they had showed up in this. It would have made it better. Um, but it wasn't horrible. I think what made it bad was that it just dragged. There were scenes that were unnecessary that made the overacting worse, but I enjoyed the fight sequences and I actually enjoyed the last like 15 minute, like the climax. I actually enjoyed that piece and I, and I thought the creature outfits were pretty cool, but the drawn out talking scenes and like the ridiculous reaction to the bear with the rednecks and her being like, what's he going to do with the bear? Like it was just too much and you know what maybe if there was like a sex scene or some tits i agree with kenneth it could have made it a little bit more entertaining but um i have seen worse i have seen worse but i prefer the 96 minute version to if i ever had to watch it again yeah okay. i mean if you if, if it would have had tits or whatever in it then it would have been like you know one of those shitty skin flicks on skinamax at night you know what i'm saying <laughs> right yeah. Man, if there was a skin flick mixed with fucking sentai i'd fucking that would be amazing i'd watch the shit out of that live action sentai hentai here on yeah. Kill the Cast. oh my cynical fucking woo. <laughs> yeah yeah um I want to say one thing uh uh y'all have not went back and watched power rangers as adults have you yes okay. i have like if you go back and watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers like the non-fighting scenes are so fucking bad oh they are they are absolutely terrible it, it is awful um would you put them on par with this movie I think they're worse than this movie, but you won't. But because you're stuck in this movie for two hours compared to being <laughs> stuck in that for, for 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes. It, it's kind of a big fucking difference. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I do agree. There, there are two long chunks of the movie where it's just like nothing but dialogue and, and story exposition, but they don't really do a great job of getting the story across. Like, the whole cave shit, nothing ever really comes of it except for as, like, a thing to get the character in the place where Kronos yeah. is and the spaceship is. Um, they never really go into, like, they barely mention that uh, the Giver was created to make humans become war machines for aliens who were going to have them do all their dirty work, kind of like Frieza and the Saiyans. Um there's just a lot of like lore they they don't go into to have random scenes of David Hayter fighting with himself over who he can tell about why he's here, but instead he's just gonna <laughs> oh tell you, well I can't tell you why I'm here. So, <laughs> like I, I I enjoy the movie, but yes, most of the times when I watch this movie, I just watch the fighting scenes on YouTube. So that's fair. Yeah. And those See, are I watch it and I'll usually that's... do something else at the time. And I agree the yeah, the dialogue is rough, but I find the rest of the movie so entertaining that it's just like a vehicle to get to that entertaining scenes. And I just, I love it. I love the fight choreography. I love like, so like when he bends that guy's fingers back and then blasts his eyes with his, his head oh, laser, yeah. that's right out of the fucking anime. Like that's what, that's in the opening theme song. 
<laughs> him doing that. I'm just like, this is fucking great. Yeah, blast him. Yeah, the problem you know, is, is you have 30 minutes of monster fighting scenes surrounded by an hour and a half of no one giving a shit. I know. A vehicle to flat tires. It's like a vehicle with a flat tire moving through that fucking dialogue to get to the fight scenes. But... Yeah, because the fight scenes, the, the fight choreography was actually really yeah, well done, good. I thought. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The next shitty B movie is my choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there'll be tits in that movie for sure. Now, one thing I had to ask, though, like with uh, I seen this pop up and it was music by Les Claypool the third. Is that the same Les Claypool that I'm thinking of? No, I had to look it up. It's not. <laughs> OK, I was going to say, if that's from Primus, hell yes. <laughs> no, 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 hell no. Screw that, man. I mean, <laughs> that br- the music for this movie, if it were, had really been Les Claypool, I felt I feel like it would have brought him down a few pegs. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't I, that. That is one thing that I don't want ruined. You know what yeah, I'm I was saying? Like, I enjoyed like the music, but for the first time. But then hearing it over and over again, I got burnt out of it fast. Uh, there, was, there was something I was watching. Jerry, you would know this. What was the name of that 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 movie? That that movie? That name of that game that was on Angry Video Game Nerd, where it's it looks like Jackie Chan's in the opening of it. It's an Asian game, and. It's basically you see Jackie Chan moving across the bottom of the screen over and over again, trying not to get hit, and it's the same music over and over and over again. Are you talking about Kung Fu? No, maybe. I don't know. I'd have to bring it up on the nerd, but that's what that There's a Jackie Chan game that was on the TurboGrafx-16. There was a Jackie Chan game that was on Nintendo. No, 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 no. They just stole Jackie Chan's likeness. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, fucking, uh, was it, are you talking about Hong Kong 97? Yeah. Yeah, that, that game's fucking weird. Yeah, but my point is, is that the music just loops through the menu, through the game, through the menu, through the game. And the thing about it is, is it's a continuous loop. Like it doesn't, it doesn't like break up between the game and the menu. It just keeps going over and over and over and over again, enough to make you want to blow your brains out. Yeah. That I want that music, music playing when I like check my email at work. I want that music in the background. So it sounds like I'm doing something important. Reading coffee in the morning, <laughs> so I sound like fucking something matters. But over and over again throughout the movie was a little repetitive. At first, I'm like, oh, that's catchy. Then I was like, oh my god, fuck, did they not get any other sounds for this movie? This I was is a whole where... day TNT the other day, and they had some really cool hold music. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought about, like, you know, if you throw a little beat in, in the background, you know what I'm saying? I probably could spit a line or two. I thought oh, that was pretty go. cool. Yeah. This is uh, where Jay and I's. Ab- ability to not recognize music in movies very well yeah. comes in handy because like i'm over here like yeah, action. fuck i didn't even notice what the fuck they're talking about i never had a problem with the music and then i was like <laughs> oh wait i can't even tell you what the music in the movie was i literally can't think of a single thing yeah, i can only think of one thing over of... and over again <laughs> yeah because at, at first it almost reminded me of like a carpenter-esque synth score like, and then it just kind of mm, just yeah. drug on and drug on and drug on. That's fair. I feel like this review's dragging on and dragging on. Does <laughs> just anyone like the else movie. have anything else they want to say about Guyver Dark Hero? I just, I, I always have a lot of fun with it. And that's about it. <laughs> All right. Our recommendation is just go watch the fight scenes on YouTube. And drink. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely drink. And if you liked Power Rangers, you'll probably like this. If you didn't dig any of those fight scenes from there, you're probably not going to like this. Well, to be fair, 
it's it's got a lot of decent wire work in this compared yes, to ab- Power Rangers. Absolutely, but you got to like fight scenes. You got to be into a certain style, I think. To That's enjoy the movie, true, right? And I am. I don't know how many ladies would be into this movie, but maybe I don't know. Maybe there's. I liked it enough. I just think the I would prefer the 96 minute version, not the 123 minute version. That's all. Yeah, because if there was more action, 12 minute one on YouTube. You've heard it here, folks. The few, one of the few times that a woman wants the shorter version. That's true. <laughs> That's fucking true. <laughs> well, I have good news for you, Heather. Kill the cast is all about that. Um, so with that, we we move on to uh, Kenneth's choice, which is Dog Soldiers from 2002. And guys, this one's only an hour and 45 minutes. Look at that. Uh, this is the directorial debut of Neil Marshall, starring my dude, Sean Pertry. Um, we've also got, like, uh, my other dude, Liam Cunningham, and a bunch of yeah. other people I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Davos Seaworth. Nice. Fuck yeah, Davos Seaworth and Alfred uh, from Gotham. Yeah. What else do you need? Um, okay, so Dog Soldiers was picked by Kenneth. So, uh, Kenneth, let's let you start here. What do you got? Uh, actually, when it comes down to it, Dark Soldiers is probably one of my favorite werewolf movies. I've got, like, three top werewolf movies that are my personal favorites, and this is one of the three. Um, Just to compare, what are the other two? Uh, Ginger Snaps and Late Phases. Okay. Nice. Everyone uh, have their three ready, because now I want to know. You don't have to bring it up right now. When I get to you, have it ready. Kenneth, keep uh, going. Oh, don't get me wrong. There are other really good werewolf movies that just happen to be my three favorite. Um, and so, yeah, I like the I like the aspect of this one, which is a little different. Whereas you don't have like a situation where you've got a person that's you know it's there. A lot of times when you watch werewolf movies, it's about the person that's turning into the werewolf. It's about you know that that subliminal that subliminal change of the person, you know, how it, how it goes with the, with the commentary of, you know, somebody's person, like in Ginger Snaps, you know, Ginger Snaps is a whole commentary on, you know, a, a, a teenage girl going through, you know, changing from, you know, getting her period and all the rest of that stuff, which that, that, that has a lot of, a lot of uh, commentary in a lot of werewolf movies is that particular thing, like puberty and all the rest of that stuff. And so that Ginger Snaps has got a lot of that. I can see and, Kenneth, like, when it's time to talk to his daughter out here, he's going to be like, come watch Ginger Snaps with me. It'll explain everything. Right, totally. Yeah. Um, you know, so a lot of them are, are, are more personal, whereas this one is not. You know, you've got these the, these group of soldiers that are going on a training mission. They're out in the damn woods, and they just happen to come across fucking, uh, uh, you know, werewolves because there's another group of soldiers that are trying to hunt down the werewolves. And, and and I really like that aspect of it. You know, there's not there's really not a huge amount of backstory on the werewolves because well, we all know about werewolves. Just you to know, correct one thing you said, uh, it wasn't happenstance that they were there. They were there to be what they were the decoys for the werewolf to attack right. so that the other crew could get I got, them. I got you. But at first glance, when you're watching the movie to begin with, before you know all that, soldiers against soldiers. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, you're right. And so, so the whole th- the whole setup though is that it's not focused on the werewolves. You're not focused on this transformation of a person. Like American Werewolf in London is completely about this guy that's trans transforming into a werewolf. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, completely. Like, what he's going through the whole nine, as do most werewolf movies. This one does not. You know, and I really like that aspect of it. I also like the combination of the action with it, but not extreme action like Underworld or something like that. It's still got the horror movie vibe to it. It's just you've got these group of, in my opinion, I think I think the main guys that are stuck in the house are like these misfit badasses. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, like uh, one of my favorite characters is Spoon. I fucking love that guy. And uh, Sarge is my other one. And, and, yeah, so I, I just really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the whole aspect of it, you know, uh, the the seclusion of where they're at also. I really like that, you know, and them trying to hold up for the night and, and you know, get used to it, you know, to as best you can to be able to survive. I just I just overall really, really enjoyed this movie. It's one of my favorites. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to uh, switch it up and move it to Heather. Heather, uh, before we get into your view on Dog Soldiers... Uh, what's your top three favorite werewolf movies? All the Twilight movies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I also agree with Kenneth. Ginger, Ginger Snaps. This one, I loved this movie. I loved it so much. Thank you, Kenneth, for suggesting it. Mm-hmm. And Howl from 2015. It's a British film. And I think I watched it on Prime Canada, and I, I loved that one, too. It's um, I don't know if you guys – has anyone seen Howl 2015, or is it just – Yeah, it's World on the Train, right? Yeah. I really yeah, that movie's great. Love the story, love the creatures in it. Those would definitely be my, my top three. Okay, I haven't seen Howl, so I, I need to watch that. Yeah, same. Sure. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, you guys um, should definitely yeah. watch it. Heather, was this a first-time watch for you, or had you seen sure this before? It sure was a first-time watch. First time um, watching it jump to her top three. God damn. Absolutely. I loved it. I thought I loved the characters. They were all likable. You bought into all of them. I thought the girl's line at the end was, it's that time of the month was a little cheesy. Um, but besides that line, I fuck, I, I loved it. I loved Sarge too. I loved the um, them being barricaded in the house. Like, I agree with Kenneth. Like, they were a bunch of badasses that were trying to, like, fucking hold their own throughout the whole time i felt like being like no guys like that's not what you need to do you need to do this but fuck i don't know maybe that's not how you don't maybe you don't clear Wilworth kill Wilworth with silver though at the end that's what they did but um overall it was fucking phenomenal loved it all right uh scott what about you what's your top three personal favorite werewolf movies all right top three not in any particular order but american werewolf in london uh Ginger Snaps, and Paul Nashie's The Curse of the Devil. Fuck yeah, Paul Nashie. God damn, son. I freaking love that movie. I love Paul Nashie. All right, uh, so what did you think of Dog Soldiers? Well, this was my second time watching. I watched it when I first bought the DVD years and years and years ago, and I really enjoyed it then, and on this rewatch, it went up even higher for me. This is probably my fourth favorite and might fight for a third spot in my top three werewolf films. Cause this is great pacing, uh, great character development between every, every character. Like you either love the characters or you hate them. And the werewolves themselves look freaking fantastic. Cause I love the bipedal werewolves and uh, yeah, just the gore is really good. The, and actually I have to give it credit cause there was that uh, dead cow jump scare and my, Freaking God, did it get me. I jumped out of my seat when that happened. <laughs> I completely forgot about that, and it got me freaking good. And one thing I always talk about is the, uh, 
use of shadows or lighting when you're dealing with like monster movies like this and they did a great job of keeping everything in the shadows until they needed to reveal it and i yeah i thought the reveal for the monsters was fantastic absolutely uh Jay, top three favorite werewolf movies. I don't know. I give, literally have given you like <laughs> fucking three people to go through before yeah, I, I know, got to you. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's. I made that top five werewolf movies for top five Fridays fucking a year and a half ago. Um, let's see. So I yeah, I like I like everything that everybody said. Um, I don't really have a, you know a top like American Werewolf in London obviously is a classic and everybody fucking loves it. Um, Ginger Snaps is another classic that like 99% of people love. Uh, Late Phases. There's one that always mentioned. Late Phases. Is Kenneth fucking definitely amazing. mentioned it. What? Kenneth mentioned it. I did not hear him say that. Yeah, that's one of my <laughs> top three. Okay, well, I'm but the same I agree as with you. Else. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Okay, good enough, <laughs> Jay. I like it. All right, your feelings towards Dog Soldiers. Um, I really like it i like the i love the effects um i like the setup it's like a like a home invasion movie with a werewolf movie and uh it's just all around good fun the gore is good um the twist kind of gets a little predictable uh but it's it's still still good it's good fun all around all right um for me my my top three my number one werewolf movie of all time is silver bullet i fucking love that movie i adore it uh it's it's just fucking mwah. um also uh, dog soldiers uh is in my top three uh nice. just because it's it's so different than a lot of other ones um last place is kind of a tie i'm gonna cheat a little bit but it's kind of between the the original lon chaney jr wolfman and the howling um nice depending on the day i can jump between those two um i the reason american werewolf london doesn't make it is because i like my werewolves bipedal i'm not a fan of werewolves that just look like bigger wolves fuck that yeah. bipedal all day every day uh that's that's what i need um so when it comes to dog soldiers not only is like cinematically is it just fucking amazing, but the characters are so well written. The storyline, while not super deep, is enough to hold the film together because of how well written the characters are. Like you feel you start to get to know him. You've got the one guy who's super upset that he's not getting to uh, watch the football game. You've got Sarge telling that story about his uh, buddy in the war who died and so the good. devil tattoo was on him. That is this movie's fucking uh, Quint from Jaws yeah. giving the fucking <laughs> story of them being in the water after they delivered the nuke. Um, the jokes they make in this game, uh, well, not in this game, in this movie, almost all of them hit. Um, I will agree with Heather that that one, one doesn't, but... Almost all the other ones hit. I really like the references to, uh, like, Zulu. I like the references to H.G. Wells. Um, it is just, there's there's a lot. When going through, like, just the background history of this movie, there's a lot. And it's because 
It was written in 1996. That is when the script, the original script was written. Obviously, it changed oh, wow. since then. But it was written in 1996. That the, he wanted to get it made. Him and his buddy were was going to produce it. They and it took them forever because no one wanted to do it. Um, and uh, especially like uh, the practical effects in this movie are fucking amazing. And mm-hmm. I want you all to know. The reason you have practical effects in this movie is because of American Werewolf in Paris. He saw that movie, thought that CGI was so fucking terrible that when he did his werewolf movie, all practical. Sweet. Thank God he's seen that. Yeah, for real. Uh, yes, and he hired dancers to betray the werewolves. He also specifically made sure like, to show how tall the werewolves were, like showing them how to like, duck under things. Um there was actually only three people playing uh, the the six werewolves throughout the movie, um, which there there's an argument if there's five or six. Uh, when I was doing research, um, there there's a thing where they're like there's a sixth werewolf that was the one that was in the barn uh, eating someone that was never shown as being killed. I don't know who was so fucking nerdy that they went through this movie and figured out that one didn't because he has gray right under his left ear. If you oh, see that, sakes. you can see the gray. He never dies. Because um, they did. They've gone through and they're like, this is when uh, the chick, I think, what is her name? Megan, I think. Hold on, look at that. You're talking about the, the posh babe? Uh, yeah, Megan. Her name is Megan. Like, there's a whole thing with uh, her dying. Like, they show, you can actually look in the movie and see where she dies because she's missing an eye. Um, and there's a lot of cool things. The The worst part about this movie is the fact that in America, both Blu-ray releases fucking suck. Yeah, um, that was that was one of my biggest problems. Like, when I was watching, when I was watching this movie for the podcast... I them I took I got the I got the collector's edition from uh, Shout Factory. I took the Blu-ray out and put in the DVD. Oh wow! Yeah, it was yeah. it was that bad because like the whole scene like when they're when they're running through the woods and what's his name runs into the the log and impales himself and Sarge gets his guts uh his guts are falling out. That whole scene when they're running through the woods on the Blu-ray it looks like it's in the fucking daytime. Yeah, and it's because they could not find an original camera negative and they actually had to um a place somewhere in europe had uh two theatrical prints um and so they had to use that to uh make it but not long after that scream factory release came out someone found the actual original 16 millimeter prints and so a company in Germany called Knock Media actually put out a 4K UHD Blu-ray release. And I literally just found out about this today, even though it released, uh, I think it was like March 19, 2019. Uh, it's still available. It is actually in a digibook, which is pretty fucking dope. Um, now, the regular Blu-ray that comes with it is still the like 2K scan. So it's, it's, it's pretty much what Scream Factory has. But the 4K UHD is actually, according to all the reviews that I translated from German, uh, we're saying it looks fucking amazing. So at nice. some point, I will probably cough up the 40 to $50 to actually get that motherfucker. Because yeah, send me the yes. link to it. 
Yeah, because uh, I watched the collector's edition uh, DVD that I have, and yeah, during some of those scenes in the uh, at night, it did like Kenneth was saying, look like it was filmed in the daytime. Even it was really weird. I'm assuming that it was because, like I said, man, if you watch the Blu-ray, it literally looks like the daytime. Like you can see the shadows from the sun behind the trees and everything in clarity. Like it looks like it was filmed in like I don't know noon. Yeah, it definitely yeah, a lot of day for night scenes. But I've got the Steelbook edition of the DVD as well. And that was the one that I watched, and it, it it looks like the twilight hour when the sun's going down uh, on the on the Steelbook DVD, and that was the one that I enjoyed watching because you know it's got it's got that scene where Sarge gets his stomach blew open, and then later on or cut open, and then later on where he's just like you know, he talks about how his guts won't fucking fit back up in there. Love that line! Oh my god, what a great what a great scene! Fuck, that oh. was good. Fun fact: fucking fit. During the scene where they're where they're they're putting a they're gluing it back together, and he's like drunk and he's yelling at uh dude to knock him the fuck out. He was actually drunk during that scene. Nice, one hundred percent. And in fact, the guy who who the actor who punched him fucked up and actually punched him in the face. Oh Jesus! But he no. was so drunk he did not feel it. That's cool. He probably wow. felt it when he woke him too. <laughs> Bet he felt it then. Um, also, like uh, them jumping out of the the helicopter, they didn't actually have the insurance uh, to do that. Um, but because so many of the people in the movie were have been in the military, they all just did it for real. Oh wow! Oh, so these were retired soldiers. Like yeah, a lot at, of these guys are, are retired soldiers. They they did time uh, in the military. Nice. Yeah, that's it's awesome. not su- it's not surprising to me because like uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, European countries or or uh, if I'm not mistaken in Israel, everybody it's required for you to be in the military for a certain yeah. amount of time. That's the same and, way with um, isn't it? Say what? Conscription is it? Conscription is that what it is? There's a, there's a word for it where you have because you, you had it in the states too at one time too, where yeah. everyone had to join the military, and in Canada I, as well. Oh wow! I During didn't know World that. War, it's in Canada anyway. And in, oh, um, no, no, no. Right? You, technically, we never had a thing in America that said you absolutely had to join, but we did have the draft. Which yeah, for would, Vietnam, right? That's uh, a few other yeah. times. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there were ways to get out of it. Uh, famously, like Iggy Pop just went to the drafting place and acted like a fucking insane person. So he, he didn't have to go to the Vietnam. And people war. would like break their legs and shit like that. So yeah, they wouldn't so they have, have to go. To go right yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I know over in Israel, you have to, it is, it is government mandated. Like when you um, come of age, you have to. South yeah, Korea has that. Yeah. Um, in South Korea, you, you have to do uh, military service. And uh, I can't remember if it's like Sweden or Norway. One of those also have it uh, where you have to do a mandatory, mandatory um, military service. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, it's not surprising that a lot of those actors were had been in the military before to me. So that's yeah. actually pretty cool. So I do want to talk about one thing in the movie that's always kind of bothered me. Um, and this is with Megan, who I feel is the weakest character in the movie. Fuck, yeah. Um, yeah. So the thing yeah. that never makes sense. So, uh, and, and you may not have caught all of this because it's something that I only caught on later watches. But um, so Megan is saying how she, she knows Captain Ryan 
um, and was hoping that that he was her way out. So they don't clarify this, but I'm assuming in this world, or at least she believes so, um, there is a, a werewolf lore that if you kill the original werewolf, it will cure you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always a problem with this because like, like what like what do you mean original werewolf like do you mean the werewolf that turned you or do you mean like the werewolf from way the fuck back like like up and deciding oh i gotta kill dracula like what does that actually mean but that's not super important but that's just what i'm assuming it's Um, regional werewolves Jerry, yeah. goes by which werewolf representative is in your region. <laughs> yeah, whichever <laughs> werewolf is the delegate of of Ireland or Scotland or it's England. Like a pyramid scheme. The original yeah. werewolf you need to take out. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, but so when she finds out that Captain Ryan actually had just planned on capturing a, the the one werewolf he thought was there instead of killing him, so that they could uh you try to figure out if they could use the werewolf for, you know, uh, military purposes. Uh, she then decides to stick with her wolf family over the idea of, of the soldiers winning. Um, and this always bothered me because it was such a, a huge flip. I understand that she might think, oh, well, they can't win, so I'm going to go over there. But, I mean, she was so ashamed about being a werewolf and, and, and like, was helping them to the point where she physically attacked one of the other werewolves. She shot one of the fucking werewolves. Yeah. Um, that she gave up so easy after finding out that info about Ryan and changing her mind and selling out all the soldiers. It just really kind of bothered me that that happens. And I did read that apparently um, there, there was something with that. It originally was much clearer as to what happened, but the producers added the backstory about Ryan knowing uh, or that her and Ryan knew each other. So originally in the script, that was not there. She did think that the soldiers, you know, maybe were there to save her, but she did not actually know Captain Ryan. There was no back connection there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I felt I agree with you, Sherry. Sherry, I felt like that story was totally like thrown together at the last minute, and I didn't really yeah. follow that as much as I'm as much as I enjoyed like the fight scenes and them fighting off the werewolves and all that other stuff because i agree like her her plot twist of like well peace out now i'm gonna kill you like i agree it, it didn't really make a lot it almost of sense. came out of nowhere yeah it was like a heel twist in wrestling that made no sense <laughs> like, yeah. it just, it, like really it didn't flow and i didn't actually enjoy the the beginning scene like i understand why they had the campers at the beginning and giving him the silver and all that other stuff i just i don't know i would have preferred another introduction to the werewolves like i didn't feel like that scene was necessary but maybe that was just me i i do feel like it was forced so that there was a piece of silver for him to use at yeah. the very end of the movie but so i agree that felt very very uh forced um so originally uh th- th- there was a planned uh trilogy oh. um oh that would have been cool uh, right. Neil had the idea of, uh, the second one was going to, uh, well, he had a couple ideas. One of them, uh, there's a scene in the movie where Megan gets her hand cut and there was supposed to be a sequel involving wolf DNA that never really got kind of fleshed out. Huh. And he also had an idea of taking, uh, our, our main character who survives of Cooper, that Cooper was either going to meet up with the with the um the other armed forces that were supposed to be there that their original 
training was supposed to be involved, except they were all going to be werewolves, and it was him going to be literally fighting dog soldiers. Soldier nice. werewolves that have the knowledge of being a fucking soldier. Ooh, that sounds um, good. Yeah, that would have been the, really cool. Yeah, though he also threw the idea out of having Cooper go fight other supernatural monsters. Like, so he just now goes and like fights fucking vampires and and fucking mummies and <laughs> fishmen. Uh, but he's he's came out and said he was like, none of that will ever happen. Most likely, you will most likely get a reboot of Dog Soldiers done by someone else before anything he can do with it happens because he's he does not own the rights to Dog Soldiers. Oh, okay. Um, in fact, there was times in uh, that there were other dog soldier movies planned throughout 2004 and 2006. Um, there was one that was like dog soldiers, um, fresh meat that was supposed to come out. And then the, like the last we ever heard about it was like in 2010. Oh, wow. So it just, it just never happened. Even though it was like promised and talked about like three different times. Um, so yeah, we, we've had, well, that, that, that dog soldiers fresh meat was not involving Neil and his team. That was just going to be the people who own the right to dog soldiers were going to just shit that out. So that probably would have sucked, but Neil's ideas were very dope. And I wish we would have gotten to, to seen those. Yeah, that would have been sweet. So, uh, but yeah, this is a werewolf movie that definitely sets itself apart. Um, instead of being this introspective look at someone dealing with their werewolf transmit trans transmission, uh, transformation as, you know, something else for, as a metaphor for life. Uh, this is purely a fucking action horror movie where you mostly just fall fall on the fact that the the werewolf design is great, the action design is great, and the characters are written fucking amazing and portrayed amazing by these actors. Um, yeah, this is not a deep werewolf movie, but because it's not deep, it gets to shine in so many other places, which is why so many people have it in their top three werewolves movie. Because this is when I just want to shut off and just watch fucking some fucking werewolf action right gore great action gore they pretty much just it's like a non-stop from beginning to end which is really awesome in a werewolf film because you don't see that very often exactly so uh does anyone have anything else they want to say on dog soldiers watch it it's worth it watch it watch it yep yeah that's and you can find great. it on Prime if you don't have. I watched it on Prime in Canada, so if fucking also, Canada Shutter... has it, you guys have it. So it's worth it. Yeah, we we have it on Shutter too. I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if anyone has that German 4K, tell me how good it is because I I really want to get it. Um, I'm really excited about that. It also has a 5.1 uh, uh redone sound, so that's fucking dope. Um, but yeah, Dog Soldiers, fabulous movie, amazing, great pick by Kenneth there. Uh, we, we kind of tackled two action horror movies tonight, picked by Jay and Kenneth. Uh, one me and Jay liked, the other everyone liked. (laughs) Good times all around. Yeah. Uh, Because Kill the Cast is fucking back, baby. I had to take a two month hiatus to deal, uh, with health issues and all that shit. 
but for now, it's figured out. It's settled. We're fucking back. Uh, Underwater Kaiju just came out, so it's back. We we are back doing big things. Uh, next episode will be From Beyond, as picked by our audience. Oh, because, I can't wait. Um, if you were not in the Facebook group for Kill the Cast, I posted a poll of uh, 80s horror movies with a tier A of like the really well-knowns and then the the tier B with like the the next step down. And I thought tier A was going to win. Uh it did not win. Tier B won and then I was super excited until I realized, "Oh fuck, Night of the Comets on there and people know I don't like that movie." <laughs> and I'm gonna I don't be, like that movie either. I'm going to be forced to watch it again. Um, fucking suck. Yeah, it's not a good movie. That would have be a good episode if none of us like it. That would be Yeah, we I hate it. I love Night of the Comets. Oh, okay. There you go. I thought you said it was bad. No, I nope. said, you guys fucking suck. He <laughs> was mad that I wouldn't give him my arrow of it. Yeah, if you don't like it, why do you need to keep it? Let me have I it. don't like the Aww. Slayer either, but I have that fucking shitty Blu-ray because oh, it's released I by Arrow. Watch that. I had it's, to watch that movie for Exploding Heads. It, was, even, it was long. Fuck. Oh, my God. I hate you for that <laughs> night of the comic. If you think Guyver Dark Hero is fucking slow and dragging... The Slayer has nothing redeeming about it. No, I liked it more than that, but it is long and drawn out. Like, oh it's, my god, awful! It's there's some good kill scenes in it, but it's it's a long movie. You're in it for the long haul. You got to be focused. It is it is the worst slasher movie I've seen of the '80s. Oh wow! Wow! Because it commits the cardinal sin of being fucking boring. I thought it was because of the ending. The I'm ending is 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 it. hot fucking garbage. Also, <laughs> I thought so. I was I was wondering about that. I had I had to talk about the Slayer. <laughs> I had to talk about the Slayer so I could ignore the fact that Kenneth was offering me money for Night of the Comet. Um, <laughs> what do you want for it? Because I'm a dick. What um, do you want for it? Uh, so anyway, uh, from beyond one. <laughs> and I can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts on that movie because I um, love that. I love that flick. I cannot wait to do From Beyond. That will be next episode. Um, that It should come out in March also. That'll be our second episode of March. Uh, it's fucking, mwah, fucking, oh, so good. I cannot wait to get into that. You've got uh, fucking Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton. Um, is, is it Ken Furry that's in that? Yep, Ken Furry's in it. Yeah. Just so good. I'm really excited about that. Um do we have anything else going on with Kill the Cast that I can't think of off the top of my head right now? Uh, the all-nude review uh, is coming oh, yes, soon. Yes. Yeah, the Pornhub. You selling me not of a comment? Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, dude, we could become the first podcast on horrorporn.com. Oh, that would yeah. be, that'd be something. We need, to make, goals. we need to make that happen. Um, other than, yeah, I can't, okay, I can't really think of anything else um but from beyond is coming so fuck yeah we have another cool idea that i'm not going to talk about publicly so no one can steal the idea um we'll be working on that (coughs) i'm dying um and uh other than that i I think we're good this was a um not a long episode even though there's five of us and two movies um but you know we're getting in the groove this is our loosey-goosey um i do need everyone um in the facebook group Give us ideas for what our next horror coliseum should be. Heather said we need to do another horror coliseum, so we're taking we're taking suggestions. 
Um, I'm going to tell you now, Jerry, my dream is to be on a horror coliseum. I'll have you on a horror coliseum. You can come and break it down. Scott's been on one. I know. Oh, yeah, and I he have. breaks about it all the time and rubs it in my face. <laughs> so, you know, I might yell at you. I yell at people on horror coliseums. I, you can yell at me, Jerry. We, I feel like oh. we're here now where we can do that. Well, it's good because I didn't get yelled at, at all because I was on Jerry's side with that one. No, I just yelled at Derek. I love you, Derek. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the face Kenneth made because I was recording with Kenneth, like at Kenneth's house. I remember for that, that one. Episode. Yeah. The face Kenneth gave me when I lost it. <laughs> oh, I feel like, holy Kenneth fuck. Kenneth has like one okay. face, so I can imagine what the face looked like. <laughs> Did the I'm eyebrow just... raise a little bit? Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, holy fuck, dude. Derek was a good sport about it, though. Derek took it like a champ, and, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you just lose it, and I lost it. It happens. It, it, I looked bad, but you know what? It was entertaining also, if not uncomfortable. It was entertaining, and Derek always takes it like a champ from what I hear, so you're fine, Jerry. Don't and worry. That about he it. does. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Horror Coliseum, let us know what you, what you want. I know we we I talked about doing um, some Universal versus Hammer I've joked around about doing um, uh, pieces versus torso. To give I don't know if I've like... ever seen torso. I've seen oh, pieces. Oh, torso though. is so good. Torso is good. Just to give a little like giallo in there. But I, 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 I definitely. What if we do Night of the Creeps versus Night of the Comet? Well, Night of the Creeps would win. It would, and that would make me happy. You guys could do uh, Gremlins versus Critters. No. <laughs> I don't want to do. I don't like gremlins. Fucking gremlins. Fuck gremlins. I'm all about gremlins. Gremlins is amazing. No, but oh Scott God, like fucking cool. loves gremlins. Everything out of his mouth is gremlins. Gremlins. Hell yeah. The only cool thing about gremlins is the dog in gremlins is the same dog that's in Pumpkinhead. Like Dude, that movie by all time favorite. Like the same, the same dog actor. Yes, the same dog actor <laughs> is in cool. Pumpkinhead. Well, so Jerry, you, you and I can Grimlin. be friends now if you're saying that about Gremlins. Cast member from your favorite I don't, movies. I don't think Gremlins is a bad movie. I just, do, I just don't really care for it. I'm oh not going to shit on it and say it's a bad movie like Nightmare on Elm Street. It's oh my just, God, you're fired. It's, oh no. Oh yeah, Jay, you're the host now. There's trouble down that road. Wrong turn versus the hills have eyes. Ooh, I like that. Oh yeah, we That's still need good. to do that. But hills uh, have eyes remake. Yeah, it's the remake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Um, so that, that would be, uh, so we, I want suggestions. Maybe we'll do a poll and y'all, and I'll have everyone pick our next horror coliseum. I'll, I'll, I'll gather some options. Let us know in the group. Um, maybe a couple of days after this episode comes out, I'll make a post for everyone to do a suggestion and we'll take those and we'll put it up. Um, so yeah, horror coliseum's coming back. Kill the cast is looking great. Uh, big shout out and welcome to, to Scott and Heather. For uh, Friday Nightmares podcast, joining us for for them. Check out the Slasher episode. I'm really excited about their next episode because they told me already. And I'm going to judge them harshly on it. Judging. Which we Uh, would expect. Yes. Uh, So, welcome them to to the the banner. They're proud Kill the Cast members. We uh, we are very stoked to have them. And, um, you know, we're we're all going to rock fucking 2020. Oh, we are. Oh, yes, we are. Yeah, very, very happy that y'all joined the Kill the Cash banner. Just, I have a quick question for you though, both of you. Yeah. yeah. What, what is your favorite flavor of Kool Aid? Mmm, black Blue. cherry. 
Blue raspberry, I guess. What is it? Blue raspberry? Blue raspberry. Okay, cool. That way I know, because since you've joined us, then you have to drink the Kool-Aid. Fuck yeah, I'll drink the Kool-Aid. Uh, uh, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid all the time. Uh, uh, sir, it was Flavor-Aid, actually. <laughs> well, if you also, want me to, Kenneth, I'll even snort the Kool-Aid powder. That That's how dedicated awesome. I am. That's a Michigan thing. That's not a Canadian thing, just so we're clear. <laughs> Dude, I will totally, I will even pay for the Kool-Aid. I'll Wait a second. You. If I, I mix see this for real. But... If I mix black cherry Kool-Aid powder with my Coke, will my drainage not taste as bad? Probably yeah, not. A good question. It's sour. It might cover the aspirin taste. Yeah. Right. I can't. Mm, hmm. I need to look into the. Not that I do cocaine, guys, or anything. Modern solutions for modern day problems, Jerry. Uh, Can you imagine exactly. what your sneezes would look like? Oh my Hilarious. God. I'm fine oh. with it. You know, fuck Dark it. red snot. That'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd be so It'll funny. be like uh, because I drink flavored water, and I either drink grape or uh, one called raspberry ice. Like uh, if I throw it, like I threw up uh, today. And I had been drinking the raspberry ice, so like all my vomit was like just fucking red. Yeah, it's just like I'm spewing and I'm a very loud and violent vomiter. Like it <laughs> is like do it, do it like, right, Gary. It's not like the Brundle fly who just kind of spits it up. Like, no, mine is like full fucking force and like you can hear me from fucking three towns away. It is awful. Are you uh, pregnant? Uh oh. <laughs> yes. And it's Kenneth's. Who's the father of the baby? <laughs> and Jay's. They double teamed me at Days I, of the oh, Day. That's going to be a good looking fucking kid when it comes out. Let's just put it that way. Hopefully uh, it There's gets... going to be two because each nut equals one puppy. <laughs> each nut equals one puppy. <laughs> I don't know about the size. You know what? We've got some time real quick. So I want to I want to uh, get into uh, just real quickly. Uh, Jay. What was your favorite part about coming to Atlanta and going to Days of the Dead, and why was it Waffle House? Uh, it was meeting you guys. I told you that during the live video. Like, honestly, I know, but... like, even if there was no convention, even if I literally came over and we ate fucking cold-cut sandwiches out of the fridge and just fucking dicked around on a Nintendo emulator, I would have had just as much fun. I don't know about just as much fun. We got to hang out with Phyllis Rose. That's uh, true. At least we know what the trip is going to be like next time you come down here. <laughs> next time I want to actually try eating at some places. By okay, the way, well, Jay, sorry I we're just broke noticed. And we took you to Waffle House. Right. Yeah, Waffle House. And then you had no suggest. Like, you guys live there. And you're like, we don't know. <laughs> I don't live we're there. there. I'm an introvert, dude. I don't fucking go anywhere. And if and I do you, go I'm somewhere. I'm an introvert, too. And I still explore the places to eat in my town. <laughs> no, I don't. Seattle, I got 12 <laughs> different places I can take you. Yeah, well, when I get there, we'll figure that out because I'll only be there for like. By the way, I need to let you know what day you need to take off. Hang on, just. Yeah. Uh, oh, you can do that off the air, Kenneth. Uh, screw Kenneth, that! I'm gonna do it right now while wait, I'm. Are you going to Seattle? <laughs> we all just stop yes. talking. He's just what? gonna fucking go through his phone. Kenneth, when are you going to Seattle? That's amazing. I want to hear this shit. This is on the air. You no, need... Heather, do not, do not <laughs> fucking. You need to take May the eighth off. The Friday, May the eighth. Is that your birthday? Kenneth, um, May, the, May the sixth is my birthday. See, look at that. I'm a good friend. I was like two days off. That's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, actually it is. Right. Um, but what yeah. a show off. All right, so Jay, May the eighth. We're gonna be coming in that morning. Okay. And you're coming in on a boat, right? No, we're coming in on an airplane and leaving on a boat. Oh, okay. I could. Are you remember. going on a cruise? Yeah, we're going on. Are a, you... We're going on a cruise to Alaska. 
Oh, oh I thought god, you were going to go take Manhattan. Oh my god, you're going to have such a good time. I'm looking forward to it, but, but yeah. So Jay said he would come and pick us up from the from the airport and everything. So nice. Hmm. Um, also, let's shame Heather because instead of coming to Days of the Dead, uh, she went to Astronomicon <laughs> with Scott. Yeah, I, I shamed her a lot for that. I already. couldn't afford to come to Atlanta. I had some financial problems, so unfortunately, I feel you. Trust me, I would have. Not that I didn't enjoy seeing Scott, but Atlanta Fuck was Scott. much nicer than – And I said, when I saw where you guys were and I thought it was a fucking bar and then you said it was your dad's basement, I was like, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck my <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we had fucking arcades and fucking – it oh, was yeah, a good you did. time. Like a bar. I thought you were at some fucking yeah. bar in Atlanta and you're like, no, no, it's my dad's basement. I'm like, what? Yeah, we, we hung out down there, played games. We had – um uh. Return of the Living Dead played, then we watched Night of the Demons. Don't uh, hands hurt. Yeah, we were seeing who could get the furthest in Ninja Gaiden on the NES, but we were playing with an arcade stick instead of an NES controller. Yeah. Arcade sticks are awesome. It's kind of I go to arcades when I come visit them. We do arcade games. It's good times. Yeah, it's a lot of fun when we do that. We did, we did that after Astronomicon, too. Yeah, yeah I, I want to go to Astronomicon... Um, because I'm actually a huge fan of Twisted. Yeah, I think you would oh, yeah, be. Yeah, right? they, were, they were fucking entertaining, let me tell you. They were, yeah, they were some great loud. characters. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we uh, we all met up for the first time, and it was a lot of fun. We were really excited. I, I got my uh, Jaws Laserdisc signed by uh, Richard Dreyfus. Um, we, of course, got to hang out with Phyllis Rose. I introduced everyone to Phyllis Rose because she loves me. You can um, tell too when your pictures. She just looks like the nicest person. She is. I've not heard anything cool. bad about her. She seems like a really nice person. Oh and yeah, she'll so be at, she'll be at Motor City Nightmares too, which I'm excited. Oh nice. Yeah, so like I was uh taking um Kenneth's son Easton. I was taking him to go get some Ninja Turtle uh buttons uh for his shirt, and uh, where they were was like right next to Felissa, and Felissa wasn't there Friday, so we didn't see her Friday. Um, so Saturday when we were there, the busiest day, um, and she, Felicia has this like long fucking line at her table. Um, and I'm over there getting, and she looks over and she sees me and she's like, oh shit, Jerry. And so like her whole line stopped and me and Easton went over there and like hugged her and talked to her for a minute and took pictures with her. And, uh, then I was like, look, I'll let you get back to the line and I'll catch you later. And uh, I did. We we all went back and saw her um, later and talked to her. And I introduced like Jay and Kenneth to her um, and shit. But uh, Felicia Rose fucking loves me. That is amazing. That's awesome. Like she she knows my like we're on first name basis. That's pretty awesome. That's how, <laughs> that's how that's we pretty rock. Cool. Yeah, because didn't um, you meet her at the uh, Victor Crowley screening? <clears throat> Yes, uh, Reese and I actually sat with her and watched the Victor Crowley movie. We, me and Reese were yeah, sitting with, awesome. with her that night. Her and uh, Caroline Williams, um, who stretched from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, um, and watched Victor Crowley. And that, in that crowd, we also we had Kane Hodder there. We had Adam Green there. We had um, Daniel Harris there. Um, yeah, but the big thing was so much better. Yeah, but our big thing was, like, we actually sat at a table with Felissa Rose and watched the movie. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, we just had Kane Hodder and Adam Green at ours. No, not us. We're awesome. 
Um, I did get to say, I did get to have uh, Kane Hodder yell out, uh, fuck Joe Lynch. That's always good. I like Joe Lynch. What so do I. <laughs> uh, Holliston's the shit. Um, oh, it was awesome. So, uh, but yeah, we, we had a really good time there. And uh, I guess at this point we're just rambling. So we're going to wrap up the fucking show. Uh, links are in the description for all that Kill the Cast greatness. Um, YouTube, Facebook. Um, I need to do an update on our links because now I need to actually like go in there and, and have links for Friday Nightmare podcast in every show period. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll do all that. So find us there. Come join the Facebook group. Uh, check out Friday Nightmare podcast featuring Scott and Heather. It's a wonderful time and you can learn things. <laughs> you learn lots. It's a big learning fun yeah. session. It's and I just want to say thank you for having us, like hosting us. That has been so awesome. Of course. I, uh, I'm all about it. I get it up. Uh, oh, you get every it up. Time. You get it up for me every minute. Every single time. Mine's up and out. Yeah. Well, if I had one, it would be up and out. I kind of feel (laughs) left out in this situation, but if I did, it would be. That's true. She's not a fooda. That's true. But you guys are awesome. I'm so appreciative of the three of you, and especially Jay. If it wasn't for Jay being so fucking funny on whatever horror movie group we met on and me listening to Kill the Cast, I would never be here now. So words cannot express. How much I love you guys. Yeah, and we made her the podcaster that she is. It's true. I give you guys credit. When I did my interview with Pop Horror, I talked about Jane. I talked about you. And I talked about Kenneth, actually. If you actually listen to my episode, I talked about him in the Slasher podcast. So, as well. Cool. Uh, Yep. It was a good time. Check out the Slasher episode. I'm really excited for, for everything they're doing next. Obviously, if you're hearing us, you know where you can find them. Right here on Kill the Cast, uh, they will also are on the Legion podcast feed. Tons of good shows over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. We're fucking out of here. Uh, long live the Giver, the Dark Hero. Long live Dog Soldiers. Um, Jay, do you have any parting words for the people? I love you guys. That's that. That sounds about right. Uh, Scott and Heather, thank you so much for coming on. Scott, do you have any final words? Um, all I gotta just say is, yeah, thank you guys for having us on. This was a blast, and yeah, you guys rock. Yeah, good words. Heather, final words. Just love you guys, and I'm so happy that you're back. And it warmed my fucking heart seeing the three of you. Scott can attest to, like, the fact that I thought I was gonna have a tear come down my eyes seeing the two yeah, of, you, we were, of you together. So We were both watching the videos of you guys doing your live streams, and that was just freaking awesome. Heather, was it awkward that Scott was jacking off to the video right next to it you? It was, and he kept saying your name over and over again, but I just ignored it. <laughs> I was just like, whatever, Scott, when you're done, just let me know and I'll get you a tissue. Um, but yeah, no, it was, I'm so happy to see you guys back. I love you guys so much, and I'm so happy that you're back recording. Woohoo! Us. And of course, our, uh, our uh, Kenneth, what's the last words for the podcast? Um, I'm very appreciative that uh that you guys think so highly of us um it's nice to know that there are uh you know there are people out there that really enjoy the show you know because believe it or not you know we we put a lot of work into the show and and we do it just for just for the fun of doing it so uh we i'm really appreciative and uh you know thanks a lot and thanks a lot to all the listeners and also uh remember that sex workers are people too they are people too (laughs) truth they are truth 100 if you're talking shit 
about it, you will no longer get to watch any R-rated horror movies. No titties for you. <laughs> no titties. Well, let's get some equivalency. I need more dick in, in horror movies. Yeah, we do. Thank you, Jerry. Well, I'm tired like of we... watching shitty uh, horror movies just to get a little bit of dick. Look at hashtag, face. I want dick too. Well, Heather, <laughs> just watch Mad Foxes again. Oh my god, Mad Foxes. Let's not talk about Mad Foxes. That's not horror. Fuck <laughs> my life. <laughs> All right, that's it. We are out of here. We will see you uh, next time. Uh, and uh, we'll be from beyond. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Mean Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.